Hi all, welcome to Dancing in the Rain. I'm Chloe and this is my brand new podcast on all things mental health. Each week I'll be inviting on some amazing, inspiring guests who will tell us all about their journeys with mental health and in doing so I hope for you guys listening that it will give you some inspiration and strength to realise and know that you can overcome the battles that you are facing too. This podcast will be covering a whole range of mental health issues, so I just want to give those listening a heads up that some topics you may find distressing or triggering, so please only listen if you feel comfortable and happy to do so. The first guest ever on Dancing in the Rain is my favourite scouser. She is to me she doesn't think it herself but to me she is such a strong woman she's been through a lot and she has come out fighting she is just amazing and she is a brilliant mum to her little girl Olivia so bit of background Emmy sadly lost her mother and now she's become a mother herself and she's dealt with all of that and like I said, she's come out fighting, she's brilliant, so I can't wait for you to hear all her story and hopefully she'll help some of you who have maybe been in the same situation and yeah, enjoy, thank you for listening. Em, as you know, this podcast is about mental health and I just want you to give us a brief outline of like when you first started experiencing like mental health struggles and what caused them. Okay. So my first memory of talking to somebody about mental health struggles other than yeah. say a friend or a family member was after my mum was diagnosed with cancer. Um, so it was actually arranged through the university Oh, really? Um, How old were you then? So I was 21 when my mum was diagnosed. Yeah, Um, that's Yeah, yeah. So she was, it was just before Christmas she was diagnosed. And then I went back to university in the January and spoke to one of my, like, tutors. And they arranged it. Yep. Um, So that's good. Through the university, yeah. And it was really good. Um, And I think it was more, my mum was worried that, maybe I would feel like I was taken on the burden of her being ill, feeling like I needed to be there as a support for other family members. Because you're the eldest out of your siblings, aren't you? Yeah, I am, yeah. And um, by quite a bit, actually. So there's four years between me and my middle brother and six by me and the youngest, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Yeah. I'm the big sister, even though I'm about two foot shorter than them. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say They look like older yeah. <laughs> in the nicest possible yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> I just look like a teenager. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's good to know that uni do stuff like that. Yeah, it was really good. People go to uni because I wouldn't actually think that they would do stuff like that. Yeah, and it was it was brilliant. It was. Um, mm. I I don't generally feel like I struggle to talk to people when I'm not feeling great, but yeah, I've definitely I'm noticed same. since being in my. Being married, mm. 
that I bottle. I go into myself, so I yeah. go really, really quiet, and I feel like I am, you know, I talk about it to an extent, and then you can instantly tell that there's something wrong. Um, yeah. Do you think that's because you want to try and be like strong? Yeah. For the family unit. Yeah. Because yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I can imagine. I'm, that. I'm yeah. really good at listening to people. Well, I hope I am anyway. And no, you are. To give, you always have it. <laughs> trying to give <laughs> like advice. Mm. using my experiences I know that everyone's experiences are really different but you know I haven't felt great in the past it's been a long time Mm. um yeah that I've been dealing with these issues I'm still dealing with stuff now and that was 10 years ago so I know but Em you've come honestly so far do you feel like you've come far oh yeah most definitely I I I remember I don't I remember talking to someone when I was at university and I just remember yeah. thinking I need to get my act together here. I use university as a bit of a well it was a dot. It was for me to go and social. Oh, yeah, get pissed. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, I had the best time and I really, you know, I've made lifelong friends. I had such a good experience. Mm. But by that point I wasn't really on to get a good grade. I was very much like, you know, I'm just here to have a good time. Yeah. I've done that. And then it kind of got to the point where I was like, I need to kind of prove myself a little bit here. I've always just, like, cruised along. You know, I've worked hard, but I've never... Yeah, that that bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I just thought, I need to, this, you know, I need to show my mum that, you know, I'm going to work hard and it's going to be for her. And I... Yeah. They supported me through all of that. And I actually, you know, I felt loads better with having that person to talk to my uni the yeah. girls I lived with at uni were amazing as well so supportive yeah that's good that you're close yeah, yeah. like close and friends. they knew my mum really well so it wasn't you know oh that's yeah nice. so yeah. it was it was really nice to have them there as a support um, yeah because I find myself sometimes yeah. like if I talk to my brothers about it not so much it's different now but back then I felt like I couldn't burden them with that like one was sixteen, yeah. No, I get and that. And one was eighteen. Yeah, they don't want to sit there looking at this, like listen to this sister upset. They would have. Yeah. I know they would have, but it, that I, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly have done that. So having yeah, strong friendship group, and having that person to talk to at uni, yeah. you know, it did really, really help me, and it motivated me. And I ended up, it, it's yeah, so sad. But the day after my mum passed away, yeah. Oh, no. I was meant to be getting my results. It was two days after, actually. I was meant to be getting my results from uni, and you had to go in person mm. to get them. And I had to call up and tell them over the phone what had happened. And they oh, were man. aware of the situation. Yeah. And yeah. I actually did a lot better. I ended up getting a first in my dissertation I'd written, which I never would have done before. And I ended up getting a 2-1, which for the whole of the three years, I wasn't on track for doing. So, really? Yeah, so it really, you know, having that, so you smashed it in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was gave you motivation. And it literally was just like that. And that was kind of the start of me just thinking, I can't not push myself because Yeah. You know, I have I have to do it to prove to yeah. myself and to you know, to make my mum proud, even though she's not here, make the rest of my family proud and a hundred percent. And you do, Em. You do massively. Thanks, I had no idea about that, yeah. about your results. Yeah, yeah. Like and it was just a, such a surreal moment. I remember just sitting there. One of my mates from yeah. uni had come up and um, mm. we were just sitting there and I was like, oh, God, I hope I've done enough. And when they told me, I just remember, I, I was still in shock from what had happened with my mum. Yeah. And I just remember just thinking, 
God, you really can achieve anything you <laughs> might do. It's true. Um, you had all that stress going on, all that yeah. in the background, and you still managed to do that. I bet it was like bittersweet, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Because it's like you're happy about it, but yeah, obviously. And it's been like that with everything since. You know, the last yeah, 10 years have just um, been bittersweet yeah. for me. And yeah, I think I've had so many things that I've had to overcome from my from having my own demons from from losing my mum um mm. that everything everything is bittersweet and you know unfortunately that's how I see things for probably the rest of my life you know as, as yeah. amazing as things are and have been yeah it, it is still it's always gonna yeah, be yeah it's still that thing where it's like oh that, god this person that means so much or everything near enough is missing out mm. on all these things that they would yeah, love I to be a part imagine. of. Yeah, so that, mm. that, you know, sometimes that's the hardest thing is a, yeah. yeah, just seeing her missing out on the things that myself and my, my brother has, have achieved. Yeah. Because that's the thing, because you've done some amazing things. Like, you didn't you go travelling? Yeah, I've been so lucky. Like, I, it, it pushed me. Like I, but again, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Do you think you would have took that route no. otherwise? No way. Well, that's yeah. There's so then no... that's the bittersweet part of it again, it then, isn't it? Because yeah. I, ne- yeah. I never would have been in the situation I was in in London. Like after, I was yeah. meant to be staying in Leeds where I went to uni after I graduated before my mum passed away, um, mm. and I had a house set up. I was living with my mates again. Some of them were coming back from years abroad, so we were all going to live together. I was going to look at doing my masters and just work for a bit until I'd mm. kind of got my application together. And then, obviously, all that happened. I moved back home um, with my dad and my youngest brother. My middle brother actually went off to uni. Um, and home is Liverpool, yeah. just in yeah. case. Yeah. <laughs> That's my... You didn't tell by your yeah. app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I'm not too strong. <laughs> no, um, I miss it. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it was it was then we started to struggle with my mental health. Yeah. Um. I would probably say, apart from certain Christmases, um, which I can talk about in a bit, or yeah, probably around the time of having Olivia, yeah, that was probably the hardest time for me. Um, I can imagine being back at home. I, I, it was just, just felt awful. I felt so low. Yeah. I was having the most horrendous vivid dreams. I'd wake up every in the night, every night of her being there. Just the yeah. most vivid experiences. And then you just wake mm. up and you're just drained of everything. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, you need to sleep. You need to make the most of the rest. And it's like, the sleep is the you thing just, that's how can causing you? me yeah. the most pain at the minute. Um, mm. And that's when I first went to the doctor's. My, my, yeah, what to help sleep yeah my, my poor dad yeah. has been god he's been through the mill he's had to deal with everything since since my mum hasn't been yeah, yeah. yeah. periods yeah. and all <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but yeah, yeah so I went to the doctors and they said they didn't want to put me on sleeping tablets um at, yeah. at the time um so I went on yes yeah. that's when I first started taking antidepressants um was that quite soon after your mum passed yeah, away yeah within a few weeks yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and so that they were kind of. I'd take them just before bed, it'd make me drowsy rather than knock me out, and it did mm. help. Yeah, I don't ever remember it being a negative thing yeah, that was introduced. That's not me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and I 
actually through Marie Curie, they organised a grief counsellor. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so someone would come to the house. Um, yeah. It was offered to all of us, um, but I mm. I took it up. Um, again, because I, I just feel loads better getting things off my chest. Yeah. Um, and it just goes back to that not wanting to be a burden on people that I'm close to that are also struggling. And I know that... Yeah, I, speaking to someone outside yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Did your brothers do that or no? No, not at the time, no. No, yeah. Uh, Men deal with it so differently, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it was a different... Ex- again, a different experience. Obviously, the yeah. same as, like, losing the mum, but just different ages. Yeah. You know, I yeah. was like... Yeah, we ju- we were just at such different stages, different stages. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a close family as well. We're so close mm. that um, yeah, you actually you are. Yeah, you we are. are so close that it was just it was just different for for each of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I kind of got it together. I stayed at home for yeah. a while, got a couple of jobs like Christmas jobs, um, and book traveling. Two of the girls that I lived with through the whole of uni. We're just like, we're going to go traveling. I was like, no, no way. Can't leave my dad. Can't do this. And he was like, what? Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. Oh my God, I bet your dad was like, yeah. He was like, go and experience the world. Like, I'd done a bit of traveling before, but nothing like that. So I booked it, um, saved up. And I remember we literally just landed in Brazil and we were in the taxi and I just burst out crying. And I was like, how am I going to do this to my dad? Like, obviously, I'd read up all this stuff about how dangerous it can be and people are getting, like, shot in the middle of the street and everything. Honestly, obviously, didn't see anything like that. But um, I just remember crying, being like, oh, God, what if something happens? And, you know, I've got to put my dad through all this again. And I called him and he was... So you were feeling guilt then? Yeah, yeah, real bad. And my... So part of my anxiety, which I've always... I always remember having it. Is yeah. real bad nausea, so I get. Oh really? Yeah, is that how yours come out? Yeah, really yeah. Bad. So I don't necessarily panic. I just feel really sick. Yeah. Um, and we're to the point where I can't really drink. You know, it's like sips of water it doesn't help. Just yeah, it makes you feel yeah, worse. Yeah, can't really stabilize how why or how to kind yeah. of push down the sickness. Um, and yeah. I just remember being in that taxi thinking, "What am I doing? I'm going to be sick." Um, no. Yeah, and it, it, the most amazing experience of my life, and I, I mm. do say that I do say that to Phil, <laughs> my husband. I am like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was the best experience of my life. But I'm very happy to have met you. <laughs> yeah, better than my wedding day. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not quite. Yeah, no. Then it was, and I'm so glad yeah. that I did it. Um, I bet I was just about to say I bet that's a release that you'd done stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And from the person that had got on the plane and was like, why am I doing this? What am I doing? Whilst I was out yep. in South America, um, a couple of the other girls booked flights to like move out to Australia. And I was like, Dad, I'm moving to Australia for a year. But see, this <laughs> is the thing I always say about you. You, you just, to me, you are just so brave. Like, I just think you do things and I'm like, oh, my God, she just went and done it. But I think, why, why shouldn't you? Yeah. Why shouldn't you be like, right, I'm going to go live in Australia? Yeah. <laughs> but things but things like that are so like obscene <laughs> to most people. But some yeah. sometimes I struggle going to Tesco. Or in the <laughs> past I struggle thinking, Oh, what if the shop's too busy? What if I'm them no. what I need? Just like really minimal it things. And do you find it's having a baby as well? It's like I'll I'll be like, Oh, I can't get the pram I can't deal yeah. with the pram today. Yeah. Like I just I think I'll stay yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And just things like that, and you think all the things you've done as an adult, and all the experiences you've gone through, and I'm staying in because I can't, I can't put a pram yeah. up. 
It is, yeah. It is. It's just ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? And like, I always think when I take a step back and I look into how things, how my life is now, and mm. I'm just like, oh god, I've done all these things. And the most exciting thing I've done is taking the dog for a walk. I literally couldn't <laughs> be happier doing things like that. I know. It's one of my yeah. huge coping mechanisms. If I feel a little bit stressed being in the house with stuff everywhere. You know, the, mm. the baby's not going off for a sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, dog, we're going for a walk. <laughs> Pop her in a crown box. Yeah. yeah, that it is. It is getting outside. I find that. Yeah. If I stay in for too many days, I'm, I feel awful. Yeah, I just can't do it. Especially with this lockdown stuff. Oh. I was, oh, it was yeah, horrible. I need fresh air. Like, I being pregnant yeah. and being constantly sick through my pregnancy. Yeah. I realised yeah. that fresh air was such an amazing thing that I needed I know just I had to get out to do breathing <laughs> just yeah no it's true even with my head out the window yeah I know I was just about to say I remember when Daisy was born and I was going through all that crap hmm. I where I didn't want to go out the house but I wanted fresh air I literally used to stick my head yeah. out the window <laughs> some days you just can't leave the house you know if you if you're up the wall like no I yeah. just think at every stage I'm sure mm. woman, and if they haven't, they are angels. <laughs> <laughs> that if you've got a newborn baby, you must just think, yeah. nah, I'm not leaving the house today. <laughs> no. I haven't washed in about a week. Oh my God, I was going to say, you don't literally have showers, no. you don't wash your hair. No. What a struggle. <laughs> I thought we going out. Yeah. yeah, no, not worth it. But yeah, anyway, so where were we? You went to Australia. Yeah, so went to Australia. Yeah, back from Australia. Which is amazing in itself. Yeah, it was amazing. Moving to Australia. Yeah. And whilst I was in Australia, actually, I um, I struggled a little bit being away from home. I was yeah, really, I was going to say yeah, about that. I was really fortunate because my dad and my brothers came out to visit and we had the oh, most amazing nice, time yeah. travelling. Um, uh, but I actually spoke to a counsellor out there and that's where I did. Right. Kind of like a stint of... Um, cognitive behavioral therapy um, oh yeah so I did sessions of that whilst I was out yeah and it, did you find that helpful I or? did yeah I did um not mm. not as much as just the, just the talking just the talking yeah um yeah but it's definitely something that I find myself using at times yeah I find now. that but I think when I was offered it before mm. I just thought my brain can't take in what you because it's something you have to quite think about yeah, isn't it is, it? yeah you have to be focused. the things that they give you to do yeah. yeah and I was thinking I can't take this in at the moment so then that's the, like you said the counseling helped more than that yeah. but then when I done that recently I found it really really helpful yeah and I, I, I think it can help at different stages as well can't it mm. that's what I found yeah. like I when I first went on antidepressants Mm. I was trying to think back before. I don't think I, I I'd weaned myself off before I went travelling, and I think the excitement yeah. and the constant yeah. movements and just not being in you one forget, place for yeah, long enough. Yeah. Um, I found music helped me a lot when I was travelling. Really? Yeah, yeah listening to certain. See, that's albums. strange because some people say music makes them makes them feel really emotional. Yeah, and I think getting your feels a bit. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that's such a big part of how I deal with things I have a really yeah. good cry listening to a song yes and then I, yeah, just, yeah, I yeah. do feel better and it, yeah, it might be definitely what someone could say is a like a song to bring on out the blues or you know you might not feel great a bit of a yes. or you know and yeah. I'm sitting there weeping and then I'm just like yeah 
bring it on. You feel better though, yeah, don't yeah. you? This is what I was saying not longer. I said, you've got to sit and feel, mm-hmm. just accept how you're feeling. Because mm-hmm. that is another thing. I remember I used to be like, oh, no, I'm fine, no, I'm fine, no, I'm fine. Always saying you're fine. And I'm sure you did as well. Yeah, and the then time. you, and then you, in your head, you think, but I'm, I'm not okay. Yeah. And then when you do actually sit, and like you said, maybe a song brings it on or whatever, and you cry, have a good old cry yeah. or scream or shout yeah. or whatever it is. You just feel so much better. Yeah, definitely. Like, I um, I was really lucky for the fact that all the travelling that I did mm. was with really close friends. So I was never yes. not without somebody that knew my mum or knew my situation yeah. or knew what I'd been through. So it's like a bit of home with you. Yeah, most definitely. And that helped. Yeah. Like, my friends that I went travelling with and lived with in Australia were my crutches you know they were the people yep. at times that were just like um like let's let's have a chat let yep. you know maybe you do yeah. need to speak to someone again because you do you see you see yourself you know yep. you, I sometimes I just sit there and I'd be like there's nothing wrong I feel fine and then maybe like like you were saying last week I'd have a couple too many drinks and I'd just oh, turn into worse. an emotional yeah. wreck or yeah I'd say the wrong thing and upset people, yeah. and it it just wasn't, you know, it's so far. And I bet when you're traveling, be. yeah. When you were traveling, did you drink a lot? Yeah, we drank every day. Yeah, we did. I we was drank every say, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That and it was help. yeah. You no, know, and but but it was such a, an amazing learning experience for me. Yeah, that they gave me the motivation to go to Australia, and then when I moved back from Australia, because I was like it's too far away from my family. I mm. want to be closer to them. I then yeah. was home for a month and then moved. Mad. Yeah. And I was only See, meant to be in is, London I mean, for a year. So much courage to do that. Mm. I couldn't even move like half an hour down the road. <laughs> I, it just, I don't think it ever would have, it ever would have been a thing. You know, I moved away yeah. for uni and I was like, that was an hour yeah. up the road. You know, that's good. That, that's you true, know, yeah. I'll, I'll deal with that. But I think one thing that I've noticed or realised since moving back to Liverpool from London is that mm-hmm. I never really dealt with what's happened with my mum yeah so it was kind of an escapism for me if I wasn't Moving in the around. area for long enough yeah I yeah. really had to deal with what was happening and I thought I'd dealt with it at different stages but I'd only dealt with parts that yeah. I have to deal with so like moving back was a massive wake-up call for me that I didn't mm-hmm. realize was going to happen or would happen yeah um, but yeah moving to Moving to London, um, yeah, how was that? Yeah, amazing. Loved it. Did you cut it just for background? Me and Emmy used to work together, but did you come straight to TFS? No, so I worked for um, another company. Another company. Yeah, I just had the most amazing time. So I lived with not by yourself. No, so when I first moved down, I lived with a couple of my close close friends from school. Right. Um, yeah. So we lived in Bromley by Bow, which was yep. I had to call one of them to meet me from the station because it's <laughs> a little bit sketchy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then I also so I split my weeks. I also lived with one of my closest friends' families in West London. So they were amazing yeah. and really, really close to them. Um, yeah. My friend's mom has been an unbelievable support to me amazing yeah they completely took me in so I'd kind of go yeah. between places didn't really want to overstay my welcome with my friend's family even though they yeah. would have let me I just wanted to yeah you make feel, sure there was yeah, a bit of a balance um yeah it was literally just a home away from home it was amazing and it definitely helped me you know if I was having a bit of a rubbish day she would listen to me 
about anything like my friend's mum it was just yeah it, it was really lovely um, it's probably nice to have like that mother figure yeah. as well so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I've always seen her like that she's brilliant she's uh, yeah she's yeah she's fabulous <laughs> um yeah and then I moved in with people that I'd found on spare room uh, see stuff like that yeah. mom, like that would cause me the worst anxiety <laughs> yeah I moved in with three girls that worked in parliament so they were all friends right. and I moved in um, oh god um, well actually there was three of them and then one of them moved out so I got her room they were all friends and then yeah um, yeah so how did you find that I didn't really think too much about it at the time yeah. I suppose before this you'd done quite a lot of yeah but I'd always been around people moving about yeah I had such a good social life with work I was gonna say you are social and that's good mm. yeah but deep down I'm not I, yeah. I panic a lot in those situations unless I know people really well. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think I've built quite close friendships at work. You have, yeah. Because it was really so close, important yeah. to me to have those people there yeah. to kind of rely on without them really knowing that that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I get that. But I think living with those those girls was lovely. Um, yeah. But I think that started to bring on loneliness that I didn't really know was happening yeah I can imagine yeah so I then moved out of there it's like yo-yo I moved from Elephant Castle but this is again to but North this is London what we're about, this is what I'm saying about you you don't stay in one place no 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 but that is probably because you was just didn't want to confront things you was just moving yeah most definitely whenever you felt uncomfortable yeah. and then I, yeah. I moved out of that flat up to North London I stayed in my uncle's house he was away so I stayed there for a month between yeah um before I moved over to work with you guys yeah and then moved back onto back to Elephant and Castle to live with a couple of guys again that I'd met on spare room um, yeah oh my god I remember that yeah the, say no more yeah the flat yeah yeah <laughs> that was a weird flat. not that I just actually saw your flat no, but the area that was a weird flat oh god um, <laughs> and then yeah that's when like my loneliness really kicked in being in that flat yeah I remember we'd go out with work on a Friday night mm. and then on a Saturday and Sunday, I just wouldn't see anyone. Everyone yeah. would go back to their own lives. Yeah. I had a group of friends in London. They had their families there or their own friends and they'd all be doing stuff and I'd just be like, oh God, you know, I'm just going to have a bit of a quiet one, I'm a bit hungover from Friday, just going to yeah. chill out. And then I wouldn't realise that I'd literally been sitting there for 12 hours watching somebody else's Netflix like, yeah, and just feeling really, really lonely. Mm. And I think I used to go out all the time. Like I would always be out. Yeah, I do because I didn't really want to go yeah. back to the flat and be by yeah. myself. I didn't have any friendship with the lads that I lived with. They were lovely, but we just, you know, we were at a different working hours. They had their groups yeah. of friends, and it was just different. And it, it mm. kind of suited me to a bit. But I think that. Being in that situation made me a little bit introvert. Yeah. So I would spend time by myself when I was trying to deal with things. And I think that's when I started getting quiet. Yeah. Something I was, was going to say, me. do you think that helped or do you think that made it worse? Yeah, I think it kind of made it worse because then I yeah. started to feel a bit rubbish. You start having... To... Yeah. yeah. I went back. I went back on antidepressants. Right, yeah. For a bit. Um, and then weaned myself off did exactly the same as you the first time just stopped uh, yeah. instantly felt it and then managed to wean myself off 
Um, yeah, well done. Yeah, so yeah, so I haven't taken haven't taken any antidepressants for about six years now. Well done, since Emma. I've been so with good. Phil. Yeah, really, since you've been with yeah. Phil. Yeah, because well, I lived in the flat in Elephant and Castle. Yeah, we, we got broken into, and I wasn't there. Yes, oh my god, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, remember you saying. I wasn't at the flat thankfully, but they only took my yeah. stuff. And it, yeah, you know, I don't think I don't, I don't know, but it was all a yeah. bit strange dodge yeah yeah didn't really want to be there anymore didn't feel safe yeah yeah. and then that's when we moved into the house in Dulwich yes I remember that and I definitely felt like I was turning uh, turned a massive corner social like I had such a like good social life weekends were really nice we had a really really good time um but then it was just the constant drinking there was no break from drinking no and that's the thing I think where especially where we work up London and the people that we work with mm. I wouldn't say so much now because I think we've all sort of grown up and settled a bit now yeah but everyone was always out yeah they? it was just different and, and it you was, could just do it yeah yeah you could go out any always be night someone, of the week yeah always be someone to have a drink with which at the yeah. time was amazing and yeah I probably wouldn't change that now that's something no. that both Phil and I really miss from being in London yeah, but there were certain aspects of it that were like really lonely. There was a good group of us that would, yeah. um, you know, there was always at least a couple of other people that you were actually close to. So it wasn't just yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, you know, sometimes it did feel a little bit like, oh god, I could really just go home and go to bed now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I won't feel terrible like, what tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, and I just moving out to Dulwich was just so like it's such a lovely area we had such a lovely that time house was there. Lovely as well, yeah we were yeah. so lucky um yeah and then obviously phil and i became an item yeah <laughs> um <laughs> and we'd only been together a year before phil proposed was it only a year? yeah yeah so we um basically christmas has oh always God, I been that. yeah christmas has always been a really amazing time for me and my family up until yeah well yeah. for me until my mum found out that she was ill yeah, it was around Christmas. She loved Christmas. She always made sure Christmas was the most amazing time for us. We yeah, like it was just so special. That's um, lovely. Yeah, yeah. And then, like one Christmas, it was the second Christmas Phil and I had been together, and the doorbell rang, and we'd been drinking champagne most of the day, me and my family. Banded, and yeah. I entered the door, and Phil was standing there. Um, oh my god! And I was like, I remember it. What? What are you doing here? And then he proposed. And he was like, I want to make Christmas special again. I want it to have a nice meal oh. for you again. And he did it at, the, at my family home. So, so that it was... Well done, Phil. Yeah. And it was uh, that moment that I knew I'd be stuck oh. with him for the rest of my so life. So that's like a nice... Yeah. <laughs> that's like a nice memory. Yeah. Yeah. For you to have now. I mean, I know Christmas is always going to be pretty shit. But yeah. But it definitely I, made yeah, it better since... Yeah. It was probably until... I was really ill the Christmas before because I was pregnant. And then last yeah. Christmas, I struggled quite a lot. Um, yeah. But I didn't realise that I was actually unwell. Um, yeah. So I hadn't been feeling great at all. Um, mm. And Phil and was like, I think you should like talk to somebody or yeah, just, you know, I'd had a couple of problems during pregnancy with like iron levels so he just wasn't sure whether it was something like that 
Yeah. Um, Why was you just feeling like lethargic and just I felt awful. down? And, I definitely felt yeah. like there was something wrong. I was worried that I was yeah struggling more than I would accept. Yeah, um, yeah. Went to the doctors, had a really good chat with them, um, and it basically came back that I had a really overactive thyroid, which was affecting right. my mood. Oh, okay. Um, so they put me on tablets, and that instantly. I instantly felt like I was kind of leveling out again if that makes sense you know it's like when you start taking any form of tablet and you haven't been feeling great and I was takes the edge off it doesn't it yeah and I was like I think I'd built it up more and more in my head I was like there's something wrong with me I can't cope with Olivia like yeah you know and she she, at that point she was a dream baby she was sleeping she was (laughs) yeah now she doesn't sleep brilliant (laughs) yeah um but yeah it was just and and I'm glad I went because I would have just been and nothing wrong with me. Yeah. I knew I knew there was something wrong. I just didn't think it was that. Um yeah. and all of that kind of sorted itself out, um, thankfully. Yeah. Um but That's good. it is, it's just everything. And how was it like being pregnant? Um, Again, I bet that was another bit of sweet thing. Yeah, so I remember because... when I was dad mm. that I was pregnant, he was just yeah. like what? <laughs> And then um, <laughs> he just gave me a massive hug and he was like, oh, your mum would be so happy. Oh. Um, and it was just, again, so many questions. My poor dad was just getting bombarded with questions. How big were we? How, yes. how long was it yeah. going to be there? What happened? Like, oh, my God. See, there's little things you don't even think about. No, no. And this is nothing I feel like, pe- like people take for granted. And it does. It makes me think like, You've just got to appreciate the people you have around you, like your mum, your dad, yeah, whoever is around you supporting yeah. you. Yeah, and it's so difficult as well because you just think, well, they're here. You know, they're young. My yeah. mum was, was only 50 when she died. Yeah, like, so young. You don't ever expect these people to just be taken away. No. You just, you think you've got more time. Yeah. And I just, I'm such like, every Mother's Day, I'm like, hug your mum. Even if you don't, you don't get on yeah. with her, go and give her a hug because yeah. it, at one point in your life, you might have done and it's just yeah pregnancy was um was difficult for me oh. I actually went I actually had a counsellor throughout my pregnancy oh did you uh, yeah I went private um, yeah because I spoke to the doctor yeah when I first went in and kind of looked at my options just because I'd struggled in the past with kind of coping yeah definitely yeah I know that you mentioned um when you went through how you'd been last week that yeah. one of your things is like control massively yeah I struggle so bad with that mm. and it was like what things not that... things not being in your control yeah so yeah, my yeah. mum being sick I couldn't do anything about that I yeah, couldn't oh say God, yeah. this is what you need to do that was completely taken out of my control yeah um I, and I just felt like being pregnant and not seeing what was happening yes was was a worrying thing for me um, yeah I was sick throughout my pregnancy I had about a four-week window when I was about 22 weeks where I actually felt like a normal human being really but I, was, I had constant nausea so my anxiety is nausea yes so yeah I was worried that I was do you think that was that I was worried I don't know at times it's a mix of it yeah at times, it definitely was. I was nervous. Um, but I know what you mean. Now you th- I think about it. I mean, I didn't feel that way when I was pregnant, but I can completely understand mm. why you would think. Because you don't have a clue whether no. they're growing okay, whether they're... Yeah, yeah. 
and like, it was just something got I, like I'm not good if I don't have experience of things yeah. even though yeah. I've done all these amazing things I think that's just something that's come since I've been older I've got a lot more like things were like like people reliant on me now yeah married we've got a house it's just there's a lot more that I've got to be there for yeah no I get (laughs) and it's um yeah I really struggled with certain aspects of my pregnancy another thing that I realized was that like being in social situations and not having a drink like I've struggled in the past with like my confidence in situations and I can come across as a really confident person but generally yeah. I'm not um again like I, if I know people I feel okay but yeah. if I'm going into a situation and I don't know anybody or if I don't know that situation yeah I, I'm literally like a ball of nerves like it's just that I would choose to do yeah um and I knew I had events over that period yeah. um where I'd have to go sober and I'd have to be around people that I didn't know and um, yeah that was kind of it gave me a lot of thinking time having yeah. such a clear head for so long I know what you mean it sort of strips you back doesn't it because you can't yeah. really do anything like that no. you would normally do yeah like, like exercising becomes to... harder yeah like I'd be nervous going to a, a restaurant that I've never been to before I'm actually loads better now since I've had like Olivia because yeah. I have to do that I'm, I'm not gonna hold her back because of how yes. I feel like I yeah. have to be stronger for her Mm-hmm. Um, and like even just from talking to Phil about it he's definitely noticed that more but during my pregnancy I was definitely worried about not being able to do that or not being I was like there's no way I'm going to a baby class no really um, yeah I was like just not doing it like those things are do daunting it. though like when I think yeah. about it that is it is scary I, I like and this is another thing Em. I took my mum with me mm-hmm and this is what yeah. I'm saying. Like you've had, you've been so strong to have to do these yeah. things. I, I, I literally oh, speak to Phil mm. and get upset and be like, I don't want to do this. I can't yeah. do this. And he would be so understanding. Mm. And he'd just be like, we don't have to do it. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. He's like, putting pressure. Do you know yeah. what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. And I'd literally would ball in there like I knew them all for years. Yeah. And I'd feel so com- like I'd, I'm, I'd find, and I think. God, am I going to say the wrong thing here? Am I going to do this? Or yeah, if someone is, yeah. yeah. And I'd literally sit there telling everyone my life story. Like they'd all be there talking about like their mother-in-laws and you know their experience with it. And I'd yeah. be there saying, "Well, I lost my mum. I've got a really good relationship with my mother-in-law." Yeah, she, you know. And but that was so just, good, him. Yeah, and talk like that. Yeah, and it was just kind of like this thing takes over mm. that. I worry so much about stuff before that I work myself up to the point where it's never that big of a deal. It, it's never as bad as you think no. And I think yeah. I need I need someone like not like an angel on my shoulder to be like, yeah, just go. And I know yeah. that so many people do like struggle with stuff like that. And mm. it's just if you feel like you can't talk to someone about it, take a really deep breath and just go in. Yeah. Make sure Don't you overthink it. Yeah. I the first week I went, I'd done my hair, I'd done my makeup, I'd yeah. put clothes on, I was thinking, Who am I? And then yeah. by the fourth week I'd been, I'd just looked like me. Yeah. <laughs> no effort. <laughs> yeah. I'd be there with like poo up my arm and everything yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's just in a poo. Please be my friend. <laughs> yes. But you, you just you I just hats off to you, Em, because 
I like I said, I took my mum to literally everything. Mm. So I yeah. just think that's amazing for you to f- find the courage to do that. Yeah, not even having that, like, you know, after, again, like, Phil just gets it all because yeah, it's, you know, like, I'm really lucky, like, our, our um, friendship group, we've all got babies now. So we yes. all know kind of what each other's going through at the different stages. Yeah. But, like... I haven't got anyone to call up. Like, when I first had Olivia, I struggled really badly with breastfeeding. Holding my yeah. pregnancy, I was like, I'll give it a go, but I'm not bothered. Don't, like, you know, it's not the end yeah. of the world. When I couldn't do it, it was the end of the world. I even said to Phil last yeah. night, I was like, I think I'll always be sad that I couldn't do it. Yeah. See, I never really felt like that, but I know that some women, they it's like a really, really big thing. Yeah, and I think they it, breastfeed. it was the pressure of social media that really got to yeah. me. I was yeah. I was looking at my phone too much. I wasn't taking yeah. the time of when she was sleeping to sleep myself. I was yeah. exhausted. I was looking at all these women that made themselves look absolutely like amazing mothers. And it's such bullshit. Oh it's god, bullshit. this is what really, really winds me up. And then there was it's one... such bullshit. But you know what? I'm guilty of it though as well because oh. I was looking back over my feet the other night and I thought no one would know how, really no. how shit I was having it. And then I, I wouldn't think, have known, yeah. If you haven't spoken to me, then I'm guilty. That's what I mean. So then I'm guilty of doing that as well, of making things seem like it's perfect. And that's when I just thought, it's so backwards. Yeah, it is. It's awful. You just make people feel so much worse. Whereas if you say, yeah, look, I'm fucking struggling. Yeah. Then they'll be like, oh my God, I'm struggling fucking too. And that's how you help each other, isn't it? I literally struggled with the whole breastfeeding thing until, I think it was about... So I only breastfed for two months. I got a real bad infection. My midwife actually looked... At one of my boobs and was like I've never seen that before really uh, yeah and I was like no I'm fine it's all right and then Phil was like you need to stop you've got yeah. to stop like the infection was so bad um and instantly I felt like a new woman like, yeah I was just getting on with it everything seems was so much easier and I know that yeah you know it is amazing and people really do try hard and strive but it just wasn't right for us and it wasn't yeah. until Stacey Solomon yes her podcast she'd had a really yeah. similar situation mm. and I remember reading what she'd put on Instagram I think it was and listening to the podcast and just thinking god all these people that make me feel like I'm not doing the best job yeah that that one thing has just made it's just clicked it all into place made you feel better. and it, that's how and I, I think that's really sad as well. Like, I felt so much better from it. But at the same time, I needed, like, I needed to hear it from her. Not, not. Yeah. Sort of, I know. You know. It's mad, isn't it? Had seen me go through the upset of trying and the pain yeah. and the, like, God, I must have looked like Someone who was there, like, first hand. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, but yeah, it is. I find social media such a negative place at times. But I know that you follow. One of the big things that really, really helped me is a girl called Hannah Louise Evans. Yes, yeah. And she was just so blunt about it. Yeah. Every other day thinking, God, that's exactly how I feel. Because she'd lost her mum as well, hadn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, she'd done a couple of posts and I'd sent her a message being like, God, you're... and she would always reply. Really? Oh, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always. And she just... um. It honestly just made me, and again, from someone that I've never met before, but she felt yeah. a little bit more normal to me than someone yes. like Stacey Solomon. But yeah, 
it it is finding that balance like it's coming up to Olivia's birthday and I've just that watched mad. Mrs Hinge do Ronnie's first birthday her little boy's yeah. first birthday thinking well Olivia's isn't going to be like that well, oh my god um, I thought the exact why does it matter? Why does it matter? I know. She's not going to remember it. I keep seeing it. all these people having amazing, like, birthday, first birthdays for their kids and stuff, and I'm thinking, what? oh, my God, Daisy ain't getting that. <laughs> no. I can't do that. I messaged someone before being like, any chance you can do me a balloon arch? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what you're getting. <laughs> Don't. Balloon yeah. arch is like a five-tier cake with, yeah. like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. they're not even going to remember it no like, she'll probably are. walk into her or something like, or pull the balloons yeah. on top of her that's what I mean like good it looks beautiful and good on them but oh, I mean amazing yeah it's you pressure know. again you want to do something <laughs> like that and I feel like there's pressure mm. enough like yeah again I'm really lucky I've got like family here that are, are going to help me yeah get, so yeah so you move sorted. back to Liverpool and all your family are there basically aren't they well so my dad. my dad. And his now wife are here. Mm. Um, my granddad, so my mum's yeah. dad, um, and his partner, they live um, just around the corner. Yeah. Um, my brother, Has it been nice having them there? Yeah, it has. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, with lockdown, it's been really hard because my granddad's 82. So, oh, yeah. it's, you know, trying to tell an 82-year-old that he can't leave the house is just near impossible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then my younger brother and his fiance, um, they've been living here. Yeah. Um, they've just moved um back to where they're hopefully um sorting a house. Um, yeah. but guards without them being here, I yeah. just I wouldn't have coped, especially my, my brother's fiance. Yeah. She, honestly, I call her my guardian angel. She's an Aww. absolute godsend. Cause she I, I used to ask her questions. And I, I, she would just be like, Em, you're, you're her mum. Like, that's your decision. Yeah. I'd be like... <laughs> she'd just it's like listen. that thing where it's like, you look for the adult in the room, like, it's not like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, I am the adult. I'd be like, can you just um, check she's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay? <laughs> but, like, when, when she's there... But you need that, Em, like, yeah. because especially right in the oh. beginning, like, like I said, my mum moved in with me, and I mm. literally did, did not know... I'd never changed, well, I changed like my god kids' nappy like yeah. once, I think. But other than that, I'd never like properly looked after a baby or held a baby really. Or no. you don't know, and it's and it's through my mum who's like, oh no, hold her a bit like that or do it a bit like this or yeah. blah, blah, blah. That, that I, you gradually learn things like that. So that's what I'm saying. It's good you had someone like that. Yeah. But she, like, to I, support she, you. Again, she's younger. Like, they're six years younger. She hasn't, yeah. you know, apart from her being a doctor. She hasn't got that, like, hands on a stick. When I was pregnant, Phil was like, I'm not changing any nappies. <laughs> I was like, yeah, good luck with that. Okay, Phil. <laughs> yeah. But he was amazing as well. Like, he really... I was going to say, how was it for him, do you think? Because... You could, I could see the worry in his face at times. Yeah. You know, but he's did... always been amazing with the fact yeah. that my mum here, and that really upsets me. Like, moving to Liverpool yeah. was a massive eye-opener for both yeah. of us, because obviously I didn't realise that I hadn't dealt with it. So there's no way he was going to realise. Yeah. Um, he was that, am I going to be able to cope with this because she's not here and she would be yeah. my main crutch? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was amazing, fully supportive of me going to counselling. Yeah, um, good. Just, yeah, really, really kind of was there through everything. Yeah. Um, oh, bless him. He's yeah. good. And- yeah. Yeah. So how um is Olivia and stuff now? How old is she now? 
she's nearly a year. Yeah, she's a year in August, isn't it? So she's ten and a half months. Wow. Yeah. I don't know where the time's gone. Honestly. And just... So do you think when Olivia is a bit older that you'll talk with her like with her about your mum and everything? Yeah, so we've got photos up in the house. I was gonna say, do you have anything like yeah. to show and remember? Yeah. Yeah, so we generally um we generally talk I talk to her about her now that we've got pictures upstairs, like in her room and stuff of her. So yeah, yeah. most definitely. Like I saw um someone that I follow on Instagram the other day. She lost her mum before she had her first baby. Yeah. And her little one was saying, Oh, I miss my grandma the other day. Oh. And she's never even met her. Oh, um, that's lovely. And it kind of gave me that hope that she will know. Like Olivia's yeah. so lucky, you know, she's got such a vast family. Yeah. So many people like to love her and adore her. Yeah. Um Phil and I are in a huge agreement that it's so important that she knows who Yeah, her, definitely. Who yeah. her grandma would have been. Um and yeah, it's just I think from all the big things that have happened since she's passed away. Yeah. Having Olivia has by far been the hardest. Yeah, I was by gonna far. say that. Like not having her there on the wedding. I was going to say the wedding. That yeah, been hard. Yeah. yeah, and seeing us get our first house and yeah. being back here, it's like all the milestones, isn't it, that you would expect? Yeah, and it's yeah. the hardest thing is, like me and my brothers have been through so much. Yeah. She did. She didn't see them getting to uni. She didn't see how they like. One's a dentist and one's a doctor. You know, they you know they've absolutely wow. smashed yeah. it. They they're really yeah. doing well. Um, but she didn't get to experience it. Saddest thing, definitely for me, is that she didn't. She's missed out on all these things, and yeah. you know it's hard enough for us not having her there. But she, like, even I went out with my granddad earlier for a walk, and I kind of said to him that I was doing a podcast and what it was about. Yeah, and he just put his head down, and just went, oh, "God, I miss her every day." Oh, and uh, it's just you know things like that. Just yeah. It, it, but she really would be hard. honestly so proud of you. Thanks, of Claire. you all. Yeah, like, honestly, thank you. she would. You've yeah. smashed it. Thank you. Like I said, there's there's things that I wouldn't have ever ever been able to cope with the things that you have. So you're a real credit to her. You are, Em. Thanks, Claire. I do appreciate that. And it's you know sometimes it's hard because people when I've had bad days with Olivia and I've just been like, yeah, can I do this? You know, I'm yeah, sure like we all have those days, and you're just like, yeah. God, this is harder than ever. You know, everyone says being a parent's the hardest thing in the world, and you think, really? You know, yeah, it's it God, yeah, it's very testing. Massively. And I just, everyone's like, oh God, you're a credit, like you know. And mm. my mom was a super mom. She did everything. She literally did yep. everything. Like she had three kids, and she did a degree. She was working full time. She did wow. Like she was just. I was talking to my younger brother the other day. We were both like, how did she do it all? Like she used Mad, to go, to, she used yeah. to go to the gym. She was a fit. She was healthy. She'd work. She, you know, we'd always have a hot meal. Like she'd do everything. And I'm like yeah. trying to live up to this expectation in my head that no one's put yeah. on. And they're like, um, like honestly, like you're doing so well. And I'm like, you are. I? Yeah. Could I be doing you, better? Yeah, but you will doubt yourself. But you are honestly, um, and yeah. you are. It's just it's one of them things you don't see it yourself because no. it's just the norm for you. Mm. Yeah, it is hard. But, like, again, if she was here and she turned around, she was like, you're doing a really good job, I'd be like... But everyone yeah. else, I'm like, 
yeah really yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's like it that is. one person yeah. yeah it is and it's like there's so many questions and like yeah yeah I just feel and I don't want to say like I know that people go through really tough times and I know I'm so 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 lucky to have time. Olivia yeah and to, you know I'm so lucky that I've that I've got the life that I've got yeah it's just sometimes it just I feel sad for my mum that she's not here to experience yeah. it and I just you know, there's no way I would have got through those first few weeks without going and speaking to a doctor. Yeah, and definitely. being open about it. And even those those times when I'm feeling a bit introvert and I don't really want to talk about it, like Phil is so good on picking up on it. So yeah, like if you're ever in that situation, yeah. and someone's there saying, "Go on, talk to me about it. Talk to me about it." You don't necessarily have to talk to me about it. Just let them know that things aren't okay. Yeah, and that you know you may need to talk about it later on. Yeah. So that they're not just brushing it onto the carpet as they're a bit tired or anything. Yeah. Which I know that I've done around people that don't know me very well in the past. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of been left at my own devices to, to just feel worse. Yeah. Um, definitely speaking, yeah. Yeah. Massively. That's but, what I've I've realised as well lately. Talking to someone is the biggest thing. I and I've always said that like I was yeah when I first started taking antidepressants within not within my group of friends but it was never really something that anyone would talk about and I, would, I was just like I'm gonna get rid of the stigma I'm very happy to yeah. tell people that that's something that has happened in my life yeah um, but I definitely think the counselling has been the biggest help for me to yeah. have that person outside of my family or friend unit to yeah. kind of unburden on yeah because yeah. I you know I don't want to be a burden and I know yeah. that I'm not like you know, even when I talk to Phil sometimes, he's like, you're not a burden. It's just like, no. well, you know, everyone's got you feel that stuff way. going yeah. on. Everyone's got busy lives. Everyone's... But I used to say that to you all the time. Do you remember when you used yeah. like, to talk to me? And I'd be yeah. like, but you feel everyone's always got their own stuff going on. I'm fine. I'm fine. But it gives, some, like... gives you the chance to think about something that isn't in your head. Yes. You know, I think yeah. that's why I prefer to help other people and talk yes. to other people about it because it makes me think, well... You know, I've had this experience and I'm going to turn it yeah. into a positive and I'm going to try and help someone else deal with their experiences. Yeah. And it may not be the same, but if I can help can one help. person yeah. and I can just sit there and listen, then, you know, I'll do that. Yeah, no, 100%. And you've got to think, Em, like just thinking, the life, like you said, you've the life you've got now and you're so grateful for, you could have gone a completely different path, Em. Like yeah. there's people who have lost parents and probably think I where do I go from here like how does it or whatever Mm. and you have literally smashed it you've done everything and more experience wise you've lived you have lived life and that's because you've take decided to take that path yeah and I've definitely felt at times wrong one yeah I've definitely felt at times that I was just like what is the point I'm just going to keep drinking I'm just going to keep going out. I'm just going to yeah. keep sitting by myself. And I'm just going to be in this really horrible cycle of feeling hungover, yeah. eating crap, which makes you then feel... Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, a massive thing has just been just having Coming out to, of yeah. yeah, having something to kind of, like, live for. Do you know what I mean? And that's just... what, and, and the way that you thought, 
turned it sort of to I want to make my mum proud yeah it's a great way of thinking because that has spurred you on to do everything good that you have done in your life yeah massively like I don't want my like and I know that this would never be the case but like yeah my my mum's mum passed away when she was quite young so she was 64 my mum was 50 and so yeah the, the strong females in our family were just taken away yeah. really really quickly and I remember thinking oh god I need to be there for my brothers I don't want them yeah. to be like well we need to be there for them which they you know they have been on so many occasions and I think yeah. definitely my brothers have spared me on the support from my dad like yeah who's just listened to all the crap <laughs> women's problem yeah <laughs> bless them honestly yeah um yeah and then obviously with like meeting phil it's just yeah. you know you've got to kind of keep going and there are some yeah. there are some days where i'm just like i'm just gonna sit in all day and then the dog looks at me yeah. a bit funny and i have to go out which definitely helps yeah. but yeah, yeah it's just and i like i i know that i am really lucky that i've looked back and said i've had all these experiences and yeah there's nothing that i regret doing yeah when it comes to those experiences um i've got some amazing friends from from those times and yeah yeah no i just think you should be proud of yourself thanks Clark. i do because like i said it could have gotten completely mm-hmm. different yeah. and you could have turned like mm. not nasty but you know when some people just go down the wrong path yeah and that's, you give up that's yeah. it yeah yeah exactly but i mm. think you, like I've always known you to be a very strong woman. Thanks, Carl. And you're a great mum. Thank you. So are to you. To me. <laughs> um, to me, you're smashing it. Thank you. <laughs> Even if our kids won't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Is she still asleep now? Uh, I've had to cry at least twice. Yeah, I was going to say I've had Daisy twice. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy duty. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Feels like a stampede come up the stairs. I keep saying something. Oh, you're God. so loud. Come on. <laughs> God, oh bless him! Right. So yeah, we'll wrap it up here then. But yeah. I just wanted for you. Mm-hmm. So at the end, things that you found or you find helpful when you're having a bit of a shit day. So in the past, it has been music. So again, like we yeah, were saying before, that's a good one. Yeah, certain things that kind of ignite something within me that I just kind of can sing about or cry about. Yeah. Get out of my system. And then yeah. it's not something that if it came on in the background on the radio, I'd be like, oh, God, you know, it's just within yeah. that moment. Um, another thing that I found really helpful since, especially since having a living, going out for walks and stuff, mm-hmm. is a podcast, which isn't related yeah. to mental health necessarily, um, is by the comedian Chris Ramsey and his wife, Rosie. I've um, heard about that. Yeah. Shag Married Annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Crime of laughter. People I was going to say, I've must heard it's think good. that I am <laughs> just walking the streets the crying. Because <laughs> I literally, the dog, the dog looks back at me thinking, she's lost the plot. It's yeah. just hysterical. It's brilliant. It is so, oh, if you want a real laugh, and she's just an, I, I'm obsessed with her. I think she's brilliant. She makes me laugh all the yeah. time. She doesn't care. She's just announced that she's also pregnant. Uh, so I just think it's amazing on Instagram yeah they announced it this week Mm. oh I've missed it only this week yeah Uh, oh right 
But yeah, she is. She's great. Oh, and every time I listen to it, it makes me want to have a drink. But she, obviously, she's not <laughs> drinking now. <laughs> yeah. um, so, and, and that just really helps. Like, I find having a laugh. Yes, and especially during lockdown when I couldn't go and see people to kind of have that engagement with. Yeah, like, listening to that, like I go out every day, and I just find myself walking and walking. Um, yeah, and it just really helped me. It put, I even had Phil listening to it because they they have like this section called beefs, which is like yeah. they tell one another what has annoyed them that week. So <laughs> it's amazing, and like I said, Phil, I need to listen because. That beef is something that I've been needing to say to you for a while. <laughs> you do that. Yeah, you do that all the time. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was something for us to talk about as well. You know, we brought something, like, we're in lockdown, we're in constant, we were just in each other's pockets. <laughs> you hate the look of each other. Yeah, and you're literally just like, yeah. I need some sort of escapism. It's something for us to talk yeah. about other than just sitting in front of the telly and watching something and talking about it later. We could listen to yeah. it separately and then have a chat. Um, yeah. So I found that so helpful. I really did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to definitely listen to that. Yeah, definitely. And then just reading. I've been doing loads of reading. I've just finished The Silent Patient, which yes, I would highly really good, recommend. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so um, good. So, yeah, I'm just... Yeah. Keeping my mind busy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not great at the whole self-care thing. Um, yeah. I feel like when I take time for myself, I'm thinking, oh, God, I could be doing that. I could be doing that. But yeah. when I'm reading a book or listening to a podcast, I do get really absorbed in it. And it make, means that I'm not looking on Instagram feeling like I'm doing something wrong or I'm not. Yeah. Um, no, social media is a killer sometimes. Yeah, it, it can be amazing, but it can also not be great. But I get to a point with it. If I start feeling like it's really stressing me out now i'll just delete the app for a yeah, bit yeah that's what i do yeah like i disabled my facebook for a while and yeah. just didn't use that's anything did, yeah and i started on tiktok but that's just that's just people that i don't know that just tell yeah. everyone their problems and just i don't need that oh really yeah i'm not down with the kids for tiktok i, no. don't, I see all the dances and i'm like oh I yeah, don't think no. I could do that. Honestly, the songs <laughs> do not leave your head either. Don't do it. Really? Yeah. yeah, Michael listens to some of them and I'm thinking, oh my oh. God, what is that? Yeah, we're listening. <laughs> we're, the radio comes on and I'm like singing every lyric to this song and feels like, how How do you know that? Are you 18? TikTok. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then what is your favourite quote? So my favourite quote is, all is well which I actually love have that. tattooed on my wrist. Yes, yeah, I love that. So I had that done when I was 19, I think, and it was mm-hmm. a poem that I read at my grandma's funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, just going to go with that. I tried to use a couple of quotes that she'd said, but yeah, she was always a bit crude, so didn't go down that <laughs> No, I like all um, as well. And then we actually it's had it hard. at my mum's funeral as well. Oh, the really? same poem. Yeah. So it's the last line yeah. of a poem. Um, yeah. And when things get a bit tough, all is well. Yeah, say it to yourself. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Nice and short. Well, at least it will be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not now, it will. Yeah, yeah at some point. Yeah. But yeah, lovely. Well, thank you, Em, so much. No, thanks. Pleasure. And you are smashing it. No, so are you. Don't think this otherwise. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to Dancing in the Rain. Thank you so much for your time and I hope to see you on the next episode.